Okay, we are in Sefer Ezra, Perik Zion, Pasuk Yudalad. Kol Kavel Dimin Kadamalka. So we saw yesterday in the first uh, 14 sentences of Perik Zion, Ezra appearing for the first time after close to seven prakim, Ezra makes his appearance. We explain that because he did not go up to the community in Israel, in Yerushalayim, until his mentor and teacher, Baruch Benaria, who was too weak to make the initial trip, had expired. So now he's going up, and he is going up with an extraordinary letter in his hand from Daryavesh, a proclamation. It is extraordinary in the sense, as we will see, that Daryavesh is the king of the largest empire ever assembled in the world. And what he is doing is dedicating himself to every specific of religious observance, facilitating every aspect of going back to Yerushalayim and building a Jewish society, busying himself with the details to Ezra of setting up a judicial system, a halachic system, a Torah system, at the same time giving him what amounts to a blank check to do it. Whatever you need, draw from the treasury. You have a, an open account, as it were. It's extraordinary that a king, not of uh, the Jewish religion, takes this um, fiery kind of dedicated um, concern with the Jewish people, their survival, their return to Jerusalem, their base hamikdash, as we're going to see. So we begin with Pasuk Yudzalud. Kol kabel di min kadom malka ushivas yoteu shliach levikra a Yehud Yerushalayim b'das alochecha di biyodecha. Says the letter we are quoting from that is in Ezra's hand. You are being sent by the king and his seven advisors. He had a circle of seven advisors that we constantly refer to as Veshiva Siyotehu. And we are sending you Shaliach Levikro, very interesting phrase, Levakel, to investigate the Jews, of Yehuda and Yerushalayim, and investigate them in the details of Bedasalokecha, the Torah of Hashem your God, which is in your hands, Dibiyodecha. So when Daryavesh says, inspect the community there, is he saying to the effect, test their religiosity, um, fahare them to see if they are keeping all the commandments? And Rashi says, yes, that's exactly what he's doing. Let me read to you Rashi. The Vakara a Yehudi, Kidele Drosh to search out, Ulidok and investigate, Allah Yehudi Mashabi Yerushalayim, what the Jews were doing in Yerushalayim. 
Imheim oskim Torah? Are they busying themselves with Torah? In other words, literally ascertain the status, as it were, of the Jews in Yerushalayim. Go up there and investigate, are they following the precepts? Continues on Tesvav. And in addition to conducting this investigation, Ulahavala Kesef Dahav di Malka Bayatui Isnavdi Laela Yisrael di Yerushalayim Mishkanah. At the same time, you are charged with transporting the silver, the gold that I and the advisors have given you, have contributed to the Mikdash. You are to take with you all of that. And the whole Kesef Udahav Titashkiach, the whole Medinas also with you transport the silver and gold that has been given to you in Babel. The inference is even the non-Jews under command of um, Dayavesh contributed to this. Along with the contributions uh, made by the Kohanim. So he's saying, take what I've given you, Take what the people of Babel have given you and use it for your mikdash. Continues Daryavesh. And kol kavel dina asvarna tikne bakaswad, and you are to use this money to buy immediately asaparna. Immediately use this money to buy for yourselves. Torin, bill, uh, bulls, dichrin, rams, uh, amirin, sheeps, umenachasam, uh, the um, ingredients for the carbon mincha, and solas, beniskehem, the, the libations that go with each carbon, the oil, for sikrav himo almizbachasa, tibesel okechem yushalayim, and be makriv them, offer them on the altar of the Mizbeah. In other words, inspect what the people are doing there. B, bring all the money that is needed for the avodos and for the upkeep of the Beis HaMikdash. And now the physical product that is put on the carbon, uh, use the money to buy them. Now, and to the remaining silver and gold, whatever remains of the silver and gold, you and your brethren, uh, in consonant with the will of Hashem, should use. Use it for whatever you deem proper according to what the Kaddish Baruch Hu feels is appropriate. The Malman points out that you just can't do this. In other words, you cannot theoretically take money, uh, gold, silver, ingredients for korbanos, and if you've got more than enough, divert them to something else, a discretionary account. Cannot be done. 
what you do is the Malbin and the Halacha, and it's probably what he is meant, Daryavesh, uh, you use them for what we call the Ketzamizbeach. If there is leftover money for Korbanos, the Gemara teaches us it is used, the Ketzamizbeach literally means the dessert for the uh, altar. In other words, when you have done all the mandatory korbanos, you now use it as discretionary korbanos. The ideal was that the mizbeach should not stand empty. So when it is empty, you've done all your required obligatory offerings, you bring what you call minachos, um, uh, olos, uh, discretionary korbanos for the dessert. Dessert, because it's the last thing you're doing on the Mizveah, you bring it. So that is where you earmark the money for. Continues the Navi. Uma'anya, um, furthermore, Dimishavinle Pilchan Beiselokecha, deliver the Kalim for use in the Mikdash. Now, here you're referring to the vessels that Nebuchadnezzar had taken. And here, with the use of Kalim, it is clear there's no room for discretion. The Kalim have to be used as Kalim in the Avoda. And that's what you are to do. Hashlem Kadem Ela Yerushalayim. These must be used for the temple and use it for the altars Yerushalayim. And... Ushar chashchus beis elokecha di poloch leminton tenaten min beis ginze malka. And and speaking of withdrawal privileges, I am issuing a decree. Uh, I am issuing a decree to the treasurer of these Euphrates um, groups that they are to give you everything you need in terms of money, spending. Uh, in other words, whatever Ezra requests of you, do it in a tamey based in Zaymalka. Uminiana Sharsamalka Simtam Lhogizbarya Tiba Evid Nahara. In addition to my treasury, alert the treasurers of those um, cities that we have on the west side of the Euphrates, Asparana means as fast as you can, expeditiously. In other words, anything he asks of you, you must comply with as fast as possible. Pasukhaf Beis. Now, there is a limitation here unto certain products which the Gizbarim, the treasurers of the cities on the west side of the Euphrates, Kesef Kakirin Mea, this is the limitations on what they are giving, which are the limitations that are inherent in Carbonos. A hundred Cores of um, silver, 100 talents would be of silver, 100 um, cores of wheat, 
a hundred baths in baths of wine, meyava ad chamor batin, meyava ad batin, and a hundred um, baths of, uh, as we said, wine, and unlimited salt, which is an interesting ingredient, salt we use on every carbon, meyo milatilok sev. In other words, no limit. The reason the Mepharshim give is because uh, the king of Persia traditionally owns all the salt, all the means of production of salt, so there is no limit. Chaf Gimel. Now, kol dimintam elashmaya yistaved adarzana leveselakeshmaya. Whatever Hashem decrees shall be done under the king's seal. He's Azdarana. Um, in other words, you have my seal on the proclamation. Whatever you need, it will be guaranteed to have my seal. The Malbin gives us an extraordinary measure that they use. A special seal was designed with the, um, you want to say the logo of the Mikdash imprinted on it, would be made and would be binding as the king's seal. You affix that seal of the Mikdash, it was law, it was proclamation, it was done. And this is critical. Because why should I have, why should we have anger on the Malchus of the king and my sons? It is from this that we learn the rationale of everything Jayarish is doing. And that is an instinctive knowledge and awareness that whatever B'nai Yisrael is doing in Yerushalayim, in that Mikdash, in Judea, it is intrinsically wrapped up with the fortunes and destiny of the Persian Empire. Daryavish realizes it. He is indelibly and intrinsically tied to the fortunes, the um, health of the Jewish community. They are wrapped up they are to him indistinguishable. And if you understand that, that can explain so much of the intensity he puts into this and continues to put into it. And now, another extraordinary proclamation. It amounts to tax exemption for all the personnel of the Beis Hamikdash. kahana in other words, Kohanim, Levian, the singers, the gatekeepers, which were the Levian, the Nesinim, the Nesinim, what we say were the Givonim, but they were the drawers of water and the wood in the Beis Hamikdash. Those who labor in the Beis Hamikdash, again, are tax exempt. In other words, it is permitted, it is, correct that, it is impermissible to charge them tax, levies, duties owed to the Malchus of Paras. From this, we get an extraordinary uh, insight in Baba Basra, Daf Zion Amud Aleph, that Tamide Chachamim, those who are involved in full-time study of Torah should be exempt 
from taxation of whatever government entity or municipality. They are to be tax-free. Now, continues, Ezra, uh, now, nothing short of a demand by Koresh that Ezra's next job is to set up a judicial system, a legal system, a halachic system in Judea. The Anta Ezra Elohecha and you Ezra, now you have the um, complete knowledge of Torah of your God in your hand. Mane Shoftin Vidayanin. Now select judges. Dayanin we could call magistrates. The difference being that some are judges in the professional sense qualified judges, other are magistrates to sit on a bezdin, to sit on arbitration on a court. Choose them. You have, you can select them from, of course, the Jews on the other side of the Nahar. As long, let them know, instruct them in the laws of your God. And if they don't know, you teach them. In other words, you are charged with setting up a judicial system that is in perfect halachic consonance to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, what he wants. Continues on Chavav. And now, to put teeth into these orders, anyone who does not fulfill the law of your God and the law of your Torah swiftly execute the judgment upon him. Asapranadina, as fast as you can. Depending on what the penalty is. It could be death. It could be uprooting, punishment monetarily, punishment, loss of property, imprisonment. Uh, anyone, in other words, who does not obey the court's decision, you have the full power to punish. Of course, it has to be understood that the punishment must be consonant with Jewish law, not Persian law, because we see that the Persian law is much stricter in certain aspects and is halachically unacceptable. But the Chachamim say this um, has to be coordinated with Jewish law, not Persian law. Continues. Uh, now Ezra speaks literally in the first person. First time this happens, and we go back from um, the language of Arami to Hebrew, to Ivris. And now Ezra says, Baruch Hashem Elokei Avoseinu Asher Nasan Kazos Belev HaMelech 
Blessed be the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who has given this in the heart of King Yavesh to glorify the house of Hashem, which is in Yerushalayim. And the Melech has bestowed such chesed upon me, the Yoatzav, and his advisors, and his officers, and I have strengthened myself by the hand of God, and I've gathered the leaders of Israel to come up with me. One final word, Hischazakti. He has strengthened me. What does he strengthen me? He has strengthened me because, say, the Mephoshim, the terrible disappointment that Ezra must feel because very few have followed him. And when you think of the scope of this, you have a non-Jewish king of the mightiest empire ever assembled saying, I will give you everything down to the salt of the carbonos. I will sign anything you put your request on. And you get this minimal return. And again, this is a topic of Reb Schwab, and very quickly, Reb Schwab says, yes, the first part is economic. They are enjoying the Gaulus of Bovell. They are many prosperous families, and they have it. And they use as an excuse that, um, <coughs> that it's not the same temple, that we're not in our sovereign land, we're doing this at the grace of a king who's not Jewish. Um, that's not true, because what you should have here is emunas chachamim. We said originally that it was going to be Korosh. 150 years ago, we gave it by name. That should have been in emunas chachamim, that you know this is the Mashiach coming. If you just have the understanding to go up there, the Mashiach will come, as Arnavim prophesied, and they don't take the hint. We will then see the first crisis Ezra faces in this community uh, in Mirza Hashem. Monday morning, 8.45, you will want to be there. Good Shabbos and a Freilich and Hanukkah.